And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quickets. Your Friday, August 7th edition. We made it to a Friday. I hope everybody has a great week. Ready for the weekend, but we have a massive 13-game slate on tab. You should have a 15-gamer on FanDuel because they'll start at 6 Eastern on DraftKings. They start at 7 Eastern, 13 games. It is loaded, absolutely loaded. Last night was pure uh, contrarian chaos. If you were in, it was beautiful for you. So let's get uh, into Friday's action. Again, 13 games. Atlanta, Philadelphia, 25 to 30% chances of rain. Keep an eye on that one. Miami and the Mets, rain as the night goes on, gets heavier and heavier. And Minnesota, Kansas City, wind blowing out the left, about 12 miles an hour. Some to watch on all of those lovely, lovely slates. The totals on tonight's action. Braves, Phillies, 9.5. Again, watch the weather there. Tigers, Pirates, 8.5. Marlins, Mets waiting on that one as the Marlins are announcing a, uh, a young lefty that looks like they're going to take the bump and it might be good for the Mets. Uh, Blue Jays, Red Sox waiting on that one. As Ryan Weber looks to open for the Red Sox, or they say he's going to start, but we know Ryan Weber, maybe four innings, five at the most, probably less. Uh, Twins, Royals, nine and a half. Indians, White Sox, nine. Reds, Brewers, eight. Cubs, Cardinals waiting on that one. It looks like Daniel Ponce de Leon is going to take the bump, but it's the Cardinals' return to COVID action, so um, they're supposed to be clear. They've been practicing for two days. Should be no issues, but this is 2020 MLB baseball, so keep an eye on that one. Uh, you got Angels, Rangers, 9.5. D-backs, Padres, 8.5. Astros, A's, 8.5. Rockies, Mariners, 9. Giants, Dodgers, 9. We have baseball with all 30 teams in play tonight, so screw you, 2020. We got some action. That's a beautiful thing around the diamond. A um, couple other things to keep in mind. I'm on Twitter at BDNTrick. If you uh, ever have any questions, hit me up there or check out the Slack chats that I'm in. The Fantasy DGens one is free. All sports covered all the time. Or you go to the Road of Our Premium Slack chat if you want to join the premium network of content optimizers, the works. Use promo code Bubba for 10% off the package of your choice. They're already running promos for other packages over there. Add the 10% on top of that. Also, check out the video at Road YouTube channel all the time or at your podcast listening things, MLB DFS Quickets, and give a rating review. We'd appreciate it. All right, pitching on the slate for a massive 13-game slate. You think there'd be a lot of options? I've narrowed it down to about six guys because there's a lot of games, but most of the aces went the last couple days. So it's a little bleak out there. So the ace of the night, to the to the anger of probably many, because he's a troll god, but pitching great, given, faced the Tigers twice. Trevor Bauer, 10-6 at the Milwaukee Brewers. Brewers busted out last night against Gio Gonzalez and company, but overall, that Brewers offense has been pretty, pretty quiet. You got... Uh, Bauer coming off a back-to-back 36-plus point performances, seven or more Ks in both outings. He's given up one run on the season as a total, only on a solo shot. So pitching extremely well again. He faced the Tigers. So take all that with a grain of salt. But you got a White Sox team with a um, a team total of 4.5. Uh, no, wrong one. We have a Brewers team. That's who we're looking for. Brewers. I was wondering about that. 3.8 team total. Lefty's 338. Righty's 281 versus Trevor Bauer. They strike out over 25% of the time. First right-handed pitching, so Bauer, if 10-6, phenomenal spot tonight. There's no no hiding that one. Very, very strong spot for Trevor Bauer tonight. If you want to pay up, go for it. Uh, maybe Yellick finally wakes up. It'd be so fitting on a night with not great pitching. You go to Trevor Bauer, Yellick like double dongs or something. That would be fitting. That's baseball in a nutshell. But Bauer at 10-6 in a, in a great spotting as they just depleted Milwaukee offense. A very massive offense. You can strike out a ton. There's really no one that scares you outside of Yellick. Maybe you get some Abby Garcia and a few others, but overall – Something you can definitely take advantage of there. I think one of the popular plays people save about eight hundred bucks. Julio Urias ninety eight hundred bucks at home against the Giants. It's a great spot. There's no hiding it. 
He faced the Giants his first time about five uh, five hits, five innings, one earned, three Ks for only ten and a half points. We bounced back nicely against Arizona. Two earned, got the five Ks for almost twenty DK points. Uh, he, he threw ninety pitches his last time. That's the biggest part for me. We saw the pitch count go up, so he should be able to go at least hundred against the Giants team coming out of Coors. We always uh, we knew in the past teams coming out of Coors, you like to target them a lot, either at the Rockies or the visiting club because they just kind of sputter out the gate. You have a Giants team with a 3.3 team total. Lefties were 286, righties 252 versus Urias. The Giants, um, power-wise, a 163 team ISO versus uh, lefties. Not good. Not good at all. And they strike out a good amount versus lefties as well. So Urias at 98 is going to be very popular and for good reasons. going to be a great spot. So it might lower the Trevor Bauer ownership, which would be very, very nice. But uh, you can get Urias at 98 and rock and roll throughout the evening. I think the fun play up top here is Aaron Savali at 9300 bucks For those who listen to the bench with Bubba, which is uh, coming at you every Sunday night these days, and we'll be back to two to three times a week here soon enough. But uh, Aaron Savali at 9300 bucks the guy we were on for season long in a big way, and he's dominated nine Ks in both starts at Minnesota against the White Sox. Over 22 DK points each game, so he's getting the strikeouts. He faces that White Sox team again tonight. The team he went six innings, seven hits, two earned, one solo shot, and nine strikeouts. So gets this White Sox team again who we like offensively. They are very, very talented. At the same time, we saw all those nine strikeouts, lots of swing and miss. So I'm also 26% K rate versus righties. Aaron Savali, sneaky, sneaky good at 9,300 bucks will be the contrarian play up top. If you want to differentiate your lineups on this matchup, um, you can definitely go some more with Savali in this one. So 9K and above, we got Bauer, Urias, and Savali as well. I'll be targeting my action this evening. In the middle range, it's very, very murky. Yeah, guys like Matt Boyd, if you want to buy the bounce back against Pittsburgh, go for it. Dylan Cease against Cleveland. You can go there if you want, but you got to hope the control's there for that price. But we like Cease when he's a little cheaper. So that changes things a bit. Chris Bassett, who we've been on a ton, now he gets to face Houston. If you want to be contrarian, uh, Bassett's okay for a GPP at 83, but I think I'll pass overall. Griffin Canyon's the guy I'm targeting at 8200 at the Texas Rangers. Canyon's been very, very good. Um, if you look at the gifts that uh, Alex Fast and company were at pitch list put out when he pitches, he's been outstanding. Got up to 86 pitches this last time. He should be able to go 90-plus in this one. Six innings with uh, five Ks against Houston. He's got five or more Ks in both outings. I mentioned the Ks a lot because that's what we want in DK or in DFS period, but we really want DK because if you're striking guys out, then you have that ability to um, give you the uh, makeup for runs and whatnot. So so big upside stuff in those matchups. So we're looking for um, Griffin Canyon at his price point in that matchup against the uh, Texas Rangers in a, a, what should be a pitcher-friendly ballpark down in Texas. Now, be careful if they open the, the roof up. It's going to be low 90s with the wind blowing out the left. So that could get interesting. But I'd imagine the roof will be closed again tonight. So keep an eye on that. But lefties 291, righties 328 versus Canning. Rangers strike out a boatload against right-handed pitching. So a guy like Canning at 8200 bucks does bring some nice upside. I think he's cash viable tonight if you want to against Texas with some GPP appeal. So don't mind Canning at all. And then after Canyon, it gets murky again. Like, do you trust Tanner Work against Boston? Maybe in a GPP, but at that point, I'd, probably just, I'd rather trust Bassett against Houston, as crazy as that sounds. So you go that route. Do you want to go Waka versus Miami? Waka was great his first time out. Got shelled his second time out. Miami swinging some surprisingly hot sticks against Baltimore. I don't know. Pretty rough there. You got Zach Davies versus an Arizona team that started hitting the ball the last couple of nights. Davies not overpowering by any means. Does uh, Arizona go back on their shell? Or do you, uh, does Davies become, you know, the pitch to contact guy we know and love. Lots of tough ones there. Jordan Lyles hasn't been great. Daniel Ponce de Leon's been suspect because he can't go deep into games yet. 
You got Pittsburgh using the opener situation. Jacob Junis versus Minnesota with the wind blowing out the left. No, thank you. Uh, Eric Lauer is interesting at 7,000. He's just not stretched out. So that's one that sucks. If he was like 6,000, we'd be in on that. Uh, my boy Vinny V's back against Atlanta. No. Samarge against the Dodgers. Hell no. Uh, you got Smelter, who's not stretched out against Kansas City, or I'd be on that. That'd be a very fun one, but he's not stretched out. Uh, Kyle Wright just can't. He's so inconsistent on the strike zone. That makes things a mess. Philadelphia could take him to Poundtown, or he just walks everybody and goes two innings. Like, that's a tough one. And, of course, anything can happen in baseball with these names, and I'm just explaining to you why we're passing because there's so many question marks here in this scenario. Ryan Weber can't go deep, but uh, the guys we're looking at here, down below, Anthony Sincedella, 5800 bucks at Seattle. We know since he's been actually better last year, he pitched really well on the road this year. He was okay on the road against Oakland, five innings, two and only three Ks that hurt him. Still got you about 12 points. But then at home against San Diego, six innings, four hits, one earned six Ks for almost 25 points. Going into Seattle, the team just got dominated by Dylan Bundy. Absolutely nine shutout innings. Or no, one run. One solo shot to Vogelbach. Vogeldong took place. But uh, 10 Ks looked absolutely filthy. Now you got Sensatella coming into town, which is a very, very intriguing matchup against the M's, a team with a 4.5 team total. Sensatella can be hittable, but the Mariners strike out a lot. We mentioned the 10 Ks with Bundy. They have a, like, you know, Lewis has power, but he strikes out like over 36% of the time. You got a bunch of guys in that lineup to strike out a ton. So Sensatella at 58 is a very puntable option. The popular puntable option, he was being discussed last night in Slack chats before the other games were even over. I saw him on Twitter getting discussed. Uh, Vlad Sedler made a great point when someone said, oh, he's only 5K. Yeah, and Vlad goes, that means he's going to be chalk. You know, chalk, UC Kikuchi, three and two-thirds, like six earned, two Ks. If he wasn't chalk, he's like 7,500. He'd give you seven innings, like two earned, and like 10 Ks. But Kikuchi at 5K has to be discussed at home against Colorado. Kikuchi looks much better. His last time out velocity was up. He's using uh, his other pitches quite a bit. The pitch mix has changed almost 30 points against Oakland. Now you get Colorado coming out of Coors, a thing, like I said earlier, we like to target in these scenarios. So Kikuchi at 5,000, it's in play. He's going to be very popular. So keep that in mind. At that price point, with pitching as bad as it is, he'll be very, very popular tonight. But a solid play for what we've seen with the changes he's made. They seem legit. This seems like a really, really good spot uh, in this one. Uh, Rob Bueller does not face the Marlins because the the uh, Dodgers face the um, the Giants. So that one's not happening. Urias pitches tonight. So keep that one in mind. But uh, recapping your pitching on this one, up top, 9K and above, Bauer, Urias, Savali. Savali could be a nice ownership pivot in a GPP. I, I don't mind that at all. In the middle of Griffin Canyon, 8200 bucks does have a cash game viability, and I think uh, you could pair him as an SP2 if you so choose. And then your punts, you got Kikuchi. You got Sensatella. Kikuchi is going to be very, very popular. Just keep that on. Very, very popular. But uh, – both are in play for you. So, since no one's going to own Sensatella, I don't think. So, if you want to get weird, go for it. All right, let's check out the bats. 13 game slate with ugly pitching. There's so many ways to go tonight. All right, sorry about that. Allergies are fun this time of year. All right, let's get into it. The catcher's position. We got the likes of Rio Muto keeps hitting bombs up to 5K. I'm not sure I'm paying that price tag, but. No one's going to pay it either. So if you want to get low owned, get a Philly stack, put Rio Muto in there at 5K. It'll be different out the gate. And then you can take the chalky pitching, all of it you want, all of it. Uh, Mitch Garver started out slow at 4,500 versus Junis with that ball flying out to right. Uh, you can definitely take advantage of that situation at $4,500. But if you want to save some cash, Salvi Perez, 4,200 versus Smelter. Very good look there. Again, that wind blowing out. Smelter won't go very deep in the game, but you can uh, take a peek at him at that price point. Um, Going below 4K, though, you can get some savings. Like Will Smith, the 38s, was starting to slowly heat up again. 
That bat we loved last year is coming in at $3,800. So he's going to be worth a look. Danny Jansen at uh, 37 was Weber, and the rest of that Boston pitching staff is dreadful. So you can definitely uh, jump on that train, or you can just save some cash and really drop down to like some Wilson Ramos. First, the lefty Castano for the Marlins to get Castano, and then in some other Marlins bullpen, 3200 bucks for Wilson Ramos. He is in play for you as well. And then when you look at savings, you know, like Jacob Stallings versus Matt Boyd, if you think Boyd's still broken, 2900 bucks is definitely in play. Kirk Casale's cheap versus, um, versus Lauer and company at $2,700. Uh, Trump of San Francisco against Urias at twenty six. Uh, that's another savings. You can use the righty matchup versus lefty Urias. So there's there's some cheapies down here for sure. But if you want to pay up, Rio Muto will be sneaky. Garver will be sneaky. And you can get some love there. But uh, most people don't pay up a catcher. I usually don't. But uh, the punts are pretty rough. If you find punts elsewhere, no problem paying up for catcher tonight in that scenario. All right, first base position. We got some fun here. Freddie Freeman went deep yesterday. I mentioned it. I love Pearson, but be, be wary that Freeman can make it interesting. Yeah, Freeman's a two-run dollar right out the gate. So there you go. He's 5,200 versus Vinny V, who Vinny V's got the goods. He just doesn't have it between his ears, and it makes the goods on the mound very difficult at times. So Freddie Freeman at 52 is very, very intriguing if you're stacking the Braves, who could take Philadelphia to pound town. That could be a fun one there. The Braves 4.75 team total uh, tonight against Vinny V. So I, I expect that to go over. Just throwing it out there. Should go over. Yeah, Rizzo, who's been slowing down, but he's 5K. He's interesting. But uh, Vladito, the Toronto Blue Jays, I tweeted it out. I think it was Wednesday when one of the beat reporters for Boston said who was pitching the three-game series versus the Blue Jays. And so the baby Blue Jays are about to eat. Well, I'm looking forward to this. Vladito, 4,800 versus Weber in that bullpen. He's slowly heating up. Um, you know, not like not hitting the ball to the park a lot, but he's getting doubles and extra base hits. We saw this last year. Once he starts getting that going, the ball starts flying. So Vladito at 48. In play if you're stacking your Blue Jays, he's first base, third base eligible. You got Pete Alonso versus the lefty Castano at 47. But uh, Miguel Sano, he's had a, he's hit the ball very well off Junis in his career, a few home runs, decent average. He's 4,600 bucks in that ballpark. That's a very solid price point for Miggy Sano uh, against Junis. Matt Olson, homer yesterday, doubled on the night before. Gets Zach Granke tonight. Tough matchup, no no hiding that, but uh, good GPP play. Swinging a hot hot stick in that one. Um, Yuli Gurriel continues to hit well, 4300 bucks against Bassett. Another guy's had some good success for Bassett. Gurriel, uh, at that price point, when they keep him low fours, he's cash game viable more often than not most evenings. So um, don't sleep on Yuli. That's for darn sure. You can uh, take a peek at him. A few others for you. Again, large, large slate. Uh, Christian Walker has been a big part of the Arizona offensive late evening. It's right-handed pitching, so don't sleep on that. Mitch Moreland versus Rourke at 4K if you want a cheapie against Tanner Rourke. You can look at him, and then below 4K, it's not as good as you'd like it to be. Like, uh, Tommy Listella versus Lyles at 35. You could look him like he was hitting fifth or sixth yesterday in their lineup, so he's viable at 3,500 if he's hitting in the middle of that order for Anaheim. That's another guy to look at. And then it's like, do you want Ryan O'Hearn at 31? Do you want McBroom against Seltzer, a Smeltzer? That could be a cheapie if you want to go McBroom. Uh, Marvin Gonzalez at 3K versus Junis. Uh, but the, the one that stood out to me a ton last night, there's two, actually two. If you want to save some cash, like if you want to go pay up for two pitchers, if you want two of Bauer, Urias, or Savali, any of those two, two of those three, CJ Crone's only 2900 bucks versus Cool and um, and company. You know, Cool's going to open and be followed up there by Brault, I believe, or vice versa. They've rotated the last couple times. But Crone's only $2,900. A, he matches lefties. B, he's just 2900 bucks. For, for CJ Crone. So 
that that's crazy, crazy talk right there. And then the other guy who's been just raking right now, twenty seven hundred bucks when filling in for uh, Eric Cosmer. He's got uh, the matchup against Weaver tonight. I love San Diego tonight. I, I, I play them a lot. If you listen to the show enough, I love the way this offense clicks. They have a total of about four point five. Lefty's three hundred seven, righty three fifteen. I think Luke Weaver is overrated, and this Potter's offense is legit. And Jake Cronenworth at twenty seven hundred bucks. He's hitting like usually I think sixth ish in that Potter's order. Maybe moves around a little bit, but he's hit safely in uh, five straight games, six of seven since his call up. He has seven or more DK points in four of six. He's got five or more in five of six. So if you want to play Cronenworth in cash, I'm 100% okay with it. If you want to play him a part of a stack, if you want to play him as a one-off in a GPP, I don't care. 2700 bucks for Jake Cronenworth is a strong play at that price point tonight. Something to definitely keep in mind. Second base position on this bad boy. You got uh, Altuve, sure. But uh, Whit Merrifield at 57. Whit went deep again yesterday when Kansas City has blew up Tyler Chatwood. So Merrifield at 57 price points up, but if you're stacking Kansas City or if you're doing a game stack in that scenario, hard to forget about him. Cattell Marte at 51 is in a great spot versus Davies. If you're playing FanDuel, don't know what the price is yet today, but it was asinine yesterday. He was $2,900 on FanDuel. He was the same price as Jason Kipnis yesterday. So Cattell Marte in that one's a, a good look. Sliding on down, Kevin Biggio, just, he's 4600 bucks. He hasn't really got it going completely yet. But uh, in a GPP, I could see the appeal if you're stacking up the um, the Toronto Blue Jays. But uh, you can you can save some money at second base if you want. Uh, look at the likes of maybe Wilmer Flores versus Urias at 41 in, in, a, in a GPP format. Uh, Jerks and Profar, if you're stacking, San Diego's only 3,900. San Diego's cheap tonight. Profar hasn't been great by any means. But for some reason, they keep putting him in the middle of that order. So if you're stacking them up at 39, you could look there. Or you could just keep saving money at the position and go down to guys like uh, Tommy Listella again, 35 I mentioned, Luis Arias. 35 versus Jacob Junis uh, has some upside in there. Um, and Dubon went deep yesterday. He's 34 versus Boyd, not a must play, but he's another cheapie. Um, Scott Kingery is 33 versus Wright. He's been struggling, but he's there. Kiki Hernandez is 32. So there's guys you can save with down here if you need to. You don't have to pay all the way up. Jose Peraz is down here at 31. Maybe he's got a good spot in that order against Tanner Rourke and company. Chris Owings, who we played in, in Coors because he's cheap. He's back to 3K versus Kikuchi. So if he cracks the lineup, that's really cheap for a punt. Uh, we, we, we prefer him in Coors if we're going to use him, but at 3K, he does open things up. Uh, Nico Horner's at 26. He'll likely – there's a chance he's – it's either going to be him or Kipnis, and Kipnis is only 25. So you got one of those two guys in, in Chicago at 25 or 26 are stupid cheap. So there's options down here at second base if you want to. It's either you like kind of pay all the way up to the wits, the Martes of the world – or the Muncies at 53, first base, second base for Samarja. You pit for one of those guys, or you you kind of have that feeling you're just going to punt the position. Third base, you got Arenado at 56 against Kikuchi. That's very intriguing. Because, again, Kikuchi is going to be super popular, so some Colorado action is going to differentiate you in a big, big way. So something to keep in mind when you're breaking everything down there. But uh, a few others look at J-Ram at 53 versus Cease. I think Cease is going to be a little more popular than he should be. Uh, I like Cease a lot. I just At that price point, I'm not a fan so J-Ram at 53 has been swinging a really, really good stick. I don't mind that at all. I'm not saying you have to fully stack Cleveland in this one because they've been so inconsistent. But lefty's 401, righty's 319 off the cease. Even if you just want to do like a Lindor, J-Ram, two-man stack, you can. You can go all in if you want. But if you just want a little bit of action, that could be a, a nice little pivot on things tonight. A few others to look at. I mentioned Ladito earlier. Chris Bryant's been... Pretty pretty hot there at 4,600. You can take a look at him. But Manny Machado at 44, another piece of the San Diego offense, and I'm, I'm digging tonight. 
couple slow games against the Dodgers, but prior to that, um, he was a double-digit machine, swinging with a lot of power. He could get right back on the uh, the path tonight against Weaver. I like that quite a bit at 44. Yohan Moncada at 43 versus the volume GPP, sure. Eugenio Suarez versus lefty at 42. We still don't know how deep Lauer's going to go, so how many bats does Suarez get for said lefty? And especially when you got David Fletcher, third-base shortstop at 4,200 against Jordan Lyles. like that matchup a lot. Uh, Fletcher just continues to rake atop that uh, Anaheim order. Price tag keeps coming up finally, but 4,200 still within range. Uh, Kyle Seeger only 41 versus Sotelo. That's a, a nice savings. It could even, even be cash viable with Seager, who's been consistently putting it putting it out there, hitting cleanup for the Mariners. So good spot there for Seager at 41. And when you go below 4K now, if you are stacking against Davies, Eduardo Escobar is only 38. You could go there. A nice cheap piece. It's Smeltzer. Again, not going to go super deep, but Mikel Franco is only $3,800. Went deep again last night. He's a cheap piece of uh, Kansas City if you need to go that direction. And then it's just kind of – not great. Like, do you want to go Travis Shaw at 34? Probably not. Um, Isaiah Kinder Falefa's 32. He's getting on his stealing bags, but I kind of like Griffin Canning, but you could go there if you want to save. Marvin Gonzalez at 3K, another guy you could save at. If Andy Young cracks the Arizona lineup, he's 2,900. He's been decent as a punt, so he'd be a puntable option if you go there. Abraham Toro's down here, a couple other guys, but uh, Check Linus before we go too crazy on the third base punts because there's, there's some good good guys 4K and above at third base position. Shortstop, Fernando Tatis Jr. at 54. Big boy play tonight. Big boy play tonight with Fernando Tatis. I mentioned Lindor in a J-Ram combo. Lindor's 51. I, I like that because the Cleveland's going to go no-owned. They're going to be no-owned at all. Uh, Boba Shett heating up. Liked him yesterday. He went deep. He is 4,900. He's gone uh, 12, uh, 12, 10 or more points in four of his last five. So he's really starting to heat up. Love me some Boba Shed at forty nine hundred bucks. Again, a guy he won't be that owned either. It's like they're going up to Tatis, or you're coming down below. Like a hobby Baez at forty seven. Corey Seager at forty five is an outstanding play. He's cash game viable against Samarja. Really, really strong play uh, for cash, and then part of a Dodger stack who should be popular stack against Samarja in tonight's action. Uh, Johnny VR is only forty three, getting a little bit of a discount. He was priced up against the O's, discounted against the Mets, and VR twenty seven points, twelve points in his last two games. Since their return, he's got five or more points in every game. So 4,300 against Michael Waka hitting at the top of that Marlins order. Don't mind that at all. He's outfield and shortstop eligible. So good price point for VR at 43. Shortstop is rather loaded tonight, as you'd expect. Fletcher at 42 is a really good look. A guy that I don't understand the price point here at all. I don't get it. 10 points his last time out, zero, then a 40. Um, he hasn't been like, like the world on fire, but he has the last few days. He's still hitting still hit 317 on the year, three dongs. He's 4100 bucks. He's facing Tanner Rourke tonight in Fenway, and that's Xander Bogarts. Xander's $4,100. Um, that's one of the ones that I kind of skimmed through the prices last night. That one made me scratch my head. I did not understand the price point there. That, that's like I, I like VR for cash. I like Corey Seager for cash. Bogarts at 41 that's like, okay, we're saving money, and we have a really solid cash game play. He's good. Jorge Polanco at 39 very strong play as well tonight. Uh, J.P. Crawford at 38 if you want to get on base. I'd rather probably Polanco tonight, but I see the appeal for Crawford because what he keeps doing night in and night out. Correa is only 37. I'm not looking to target Bassett, but you're getting a little bit of a discount there on Carlos Correa if you're looking for some GPP upside at some savings. Uh, Correa would be a guy to take a peek at. Other than that, shortstop doesn't have a ton of savings that I love without uh, seeing some lineups. Outfield, 13 games. Yeah, they're all playing, all of them. Um, yeah, Mike Trout against Lance Lynn. I mean, Jordan Lyles at 59. That's a strong play, of course. Merrifield talked about him. Harper against Wright. 
Yeah. Uh, Acuna. These are all guys you just put them as part of your stacks or one-offs. Like, you don't need help with these guys above 5K. You really don't. George Springer's on fire. You got J.D. Martinez. Loriano swinging a hot stick. It just goes on and on and on. But, like, the boomstick, Cruz is 49 versus Junis. That could be intriguing because most people wait to get Tim versus a lefty. Could be a nice lower-owned option. A lower-owned time for him to be owned tonight. You can look there. Uh, Belly Bombs at 48. Another guy I take a peek at this evening. In his matchup, Shoyo Tani went deep yesterday. He's 47. Another guy um, that, that's going to pretty much DH the rest of the, the year. So he's in play. Uh, Castellanos is only 45 versus Lauer and the rest of that Milwaukee pen. I could definitely get mine. Casty at 45. He should be priced in the 5K range. I might be biased, but that's me on that one. I, I definitely agree with that. Uh, Marte at 44. Don't hate that at all. Schwarbaum's at 44. So this is why second um, outfield, as much as those guys up top are awesome, you can get some serious upside guys. Like Marte's been a double-digit machine. Schwarber can double dong on any given night. Um, Brian Anderson, like Miami, you don't really like to stack Miami on a 13-game slate. You don't want to like pigeonhole yourself into stacking Miami on a 13-game slate. But they are facing Michael frickin' Waka, who really is not that good. I know Miami, like maybe our, our judgment's clouded because they just had a big series. They actually hit the ball pretty well against the Orioles. Well, Waka ain't much better. Neither is that Mets bullpen. Like Lugo's good and all, but the rest of them haven't been great. So, um Miami's interesting. Usually on 13 games, like you don't need to go there, but Brian Anderson at 44, the upside's there. Like in the Max Kepler, the dude, all he does is double digit night after night after night, hits bomb, bomb, bomb. He's 4,300 bucks versus Jacob Frickin' Junis. Like that's a phenomenal place. Hit Junis well in his career. 4,300 bucks in cash, yes. GPPs, yes. Like Max Kepler is too cheap on this slate. And then again, you don't have to pay up at outfield. Like I, if you want to, you can because they're great. There's guys down here that can be just as good. Just like Teoscar Hernandez at 43, Lourdes Gurriel, both solid pieces of a Toronto stack versus Weber. Mentioned Johnny VR earlier. Uh, Lou Bob's 43. One of my favorite plays. I'm probably going to have Kepler and Trent Grisham everywhere. Kepler at 43, Trent Grisham at 42. All these guys do is rake. If you're playing cash, those are two great cash games without having to pay up a lot. Two great ones. So that's one way to look at it. Solaire and a GPP, sure. You could look that direction. Uh, people are going to love Jock Jams at 41 because he doubled down the other night. And a GPP, he's always viable. But, uh, Keep that in mind. He might get, be a little more popular tonight than usual. Uh, Cole Calhoun's been swinging okay there for Arizona. He's for Cavers Davies, so another guy you can save some cash with in his matchup. And then we get below 4K, and we get to kind of mix and match now. David Peralta at 39 versus Davies. He's a, a decent little value for you in his matchup. Uh, Kyle Lewis for Cincinnati's 39 in GPP. Uh, Brian Goodwin, if he's hitting the middle of that L.A. order at 38, he's got some upside for you. Um, there and then other than that, Will Myers at 37. Dude, my god, my boy Toby, bat flip crazy, he's loving life. Myers, 17 or more points in three straight games. He's homered in back to back games. Uh, 3,700 versus Weaver. If you're stacking San Diego, don't sleep on Mr. Will Myers. And then like NCRT's hit uh, Velasquez as well. If you need some savings at 36. Um, but uh, when you get down here, I kind of want to see some, some lineups because the value is only good if they're in the right spot in the order, otherwise, they're just kind of lost value at times. Like Brandon Nimmo leading off at 34. Yeah, it could be interesting against a bunch of Miami bullpen arms. That, that could be something to keep an eye on. Matt Kemp, 33 versus Kikuchi. Maybe Ian Happ at 33 versus Ponce de Leon. If he's in the right spot, that does definitely has some appeal in his matchup. So check your lineups as there will be definite value down here. Like AJ Pollock is really hot. He lead, let off the other night. Uh, he's 31 tonight. If he's hitting in a good spot in the order, Pollock at 31 is one of the better outfield savings you're going to find tonight. So Again, check your lineups. Jay Bruce and only 31 versus right. You can clean up. That's going to be a strong one as well. So 
definite options out there. Recapping your pitching on this slate, 9K and above, Bauer, Urias, Savali. Savali, a nice GPP pivot if you want to differentiate. Uh, in the middle, Griffin Canyon all by himself at 8,200. Could be a very solid cash game or an SP2 on this slate. And then down below, Kikuchi and Sensatella. Kikuchi would be very, very popular on this slate. Stacking it up for you on this night, there's going to be a lot to them. The Dodgers versus Southern Samarja is going to be very popular, and rightfully so. Not going to argue that one. Twins versus Jacob Junis, always a fan of the Twins, especially that wind blowing out the left there in Kansas City. They should be able to pop off versus Junis and company. Uh, the Angels versus Jordan Lyles is going to be one that will go lower on. The West Coast Hammers are going to be out and about again tonight. There's a lot of guys to target on the West Coast. The Angels are one of them, that's for sure. Phillies versus Wright, Braves versus Velasquez, that has but fireworks written all over it. Uh, the Indians is, is a unique one versus uh, Cease, not running to play that. I mentioned the um, Lindor, J-Ram factors there. Um, Padres versus Luke Weaver is one of my favorite stacks of the night. Absolutely love that stack. Big fan of that one. And then the rest of them are kind of hit and miss, like Royals against Smelter in the bullpen, maybe. Not, not in love with it, but I could see the appeal. The Diamondbacks versus Zach Davies has some upside because Davies isn't that good. He just really isn't. So you can, you can take a peek at that one. And then um, a few other ones here, like the Marlins versus Walk is interesting. Very interesting. And so is the Mets versus the 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 Marlins bullpen, but the Marlins one can be very, very intriguing. Um, the Blue Jays versus Ryan Weber are like quite a bit as well. So Blue Jays are in play, but uh, like the Angels, the Padres, it could be unique. I like the Twins quite a bit. Lots of ways to go about it tonight. Braves and Phillies are, are strong, strong options as well. So all right, about 30 minutes, 13 game slates, lots going on there. Again, you can follow me on Twitter at BDNTrick. I'll answer all your questions there wherever I can or hit us up in the Slack chats and we'll help you there. Uh, give a rating review on iTunes. I'd really, really appreciate it. But uh, I'll wrap it up so you guys can get on with your day and start building your lineups. But uh, I'll see you guys on Monday. Have a safe and fun weekend. This was MLB DFS Quickets, your Friday, August 7th edition. I'm out. <laughs>